Hey, y'all, I'm going to take a second to give a quick shout out to the official mortgage lender of the Hunt with Deep podcast. That's Casey Burns of Prime Lending Mortgage. I've known Casey for 10 years and he's the only lender I use. I've used Casey to purchase two houses and the process has been seamless and easy each time. He's the heart of an educator and he truly cares about what's best for his clients. He specializes in VA loans, but can handle FHA, conventional investment loans as well. He's a true expert and specialist in his field, and there's no one I recommend more than Casey. You can contact Casey at casey.burns at primelending.com. Reach him by phone at 919-710-1864. You can also check out all his reviews at www.closewithkc.com. Thanks, y'all. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tips brought to you by the Hunt Lift Deep podcast. I'm Carter McKenzie with a couple CrossFit gurus here joining us tonight. A couple uh, HLE team members joining us. We got Kylie and Ben jumping on tonight to talk CrossFit and CrossFit programming. What's going on, guys? How's it going? Hi. Thanks for having me. How are we doing? It's a good day. It is a good day. It is a good day. And Ben, I haven't talked to you in a minute. Uh, you yeah. have some recent accolades under your under your belt. Some more accolades, man. Yeah, I've been had a pretty good. Had some fun uh, on the hunting side, and then been having some fun competitions right after hunt season. Did a Texas State Championships and got third in my weight class, and then went straight to a CrossFit competition down in Austin, Texas. That's called the Fittest Experience with like six hundred competitors, and it was it was a blast. Heck yeah, man! That's awesome. It's been fun watching you on your journey. I'm cheering from cheering for you from Georgia, man. It's been fun. Yeah, man. And Kylie, you're still lifting more than me every single day of your life. So that's <laughs> always motivational and inspiring. Thanks. Yeah. We've been had a competition like two weeks ago to try to prep for masters nationals, uh, get kind of stage ready for the, for the day that way you ramp up properly and working towards that. Heck yeah. That's awesome. I, uh, We've got a six-week-old newborn and a two-and-a-half-year-old at the house, and I feel like I'm in survival mode, and I'm just happy if I get a workout in in the afternoons. That's like a victory for me right now. That's where I'm at. So you're saying your workouts are random? Well, that is an excellent, <laughs> excellent segue. Fantastic segue. Um, yeah, that was perfect. God, you're hired. You can have my job. You're hired. Yeah, so what brought us to this conversation today um, – was a video that was shared uh, in our, our team chat yesterday, um, a video of a dude named Mark Ripto, who's big name in the strength community um, and runs a starting strength uh, company as well. Um, video of his that's been circulating Instagram and TikTok and accrued over, you know, close to a million views rather quickly. Um, and I thought of you guys as, as my CrossFit pros here. Um, and so what I wanted to do was kind of play that video for a second, and then we can dissect it and talk about the importance of what Kylie just mentioned and the importance of what maybe what not to do. Is that cool to you guys? Yeah. Definitely. Right, here we go. Is a very, very popular exercise method. And I say it's an exercise method because CrossFit is not training. CrossFit is extremely vigorous, high-intensity exercising because it is not programmed. It is intentionally kept random because the thinking is that random is better. Random is better only if you do not know 
specifically what physiologic adaptation you want to try to achieve, all right? And the vast majority of the most important physiologic adaptations that you can achieve are strength-oriented. Strength training is the best adaptation. But if you only squat five sets of five or whatever they have at random, perhaps only once in three weeks or once in six weeks, you're not training for strength in the squat. You're exposing yourself to random hard things. All right. So there's the general breakdown. So where does that leave us right off the rip, guys? What are our initial thoughts? Um, he's right. <laughs> So if you um, don't understand your goals and your program, then you're really just trying to expose yourself to what's considered mus muscle confusion. People have latched onto that muscle confusion a lot, which is not necessarily an adaptation. Um, new exercisers are going to see really quick results almost with no matter what they do because they're introducing themselves to something new. But once they start to get a little condition, they they need something else. Um, and a lot of that sits in, in this, the strength realm. Um, so I know when I'm coaching, I'm constantly trying to condition or teach um, my clients that, you know, they need to be purposeful and focused. And listen, if you look at this on a weekly basis, build it out to a monthly basis, and then plug it in to your goals, um, you can create lead times and cycles that are really appropriate. Yeah, what are your I thoughts, definitely Brian? agree. Yeah, it, it's, uh, I mean, goals, number one. I mean, that's your goal. <laughs> goal is number one goal. But uh, you, got, you come into a CrossFit gym, most people come into there, they've seen the games. They've seen, you know, Matt Fraser, Rich Froning, Tia, Claire Toomey, all that stuff. And they see them and they see on Instagram, they're always doing a different workout, something different, random. And just from someone who's not keen on the sport or anything like that and knows too much into it, it looks like they're doing random things and because they're just good at everything. And you'd start looking at their coaches and their programming. It is, I mean, it is scientific on how they work out and how they take mm -hmm. care of their body and eat and everything. And that's why they are so strong, um, so fast so healthy because they're taking care of themselves and they have they have end goals and they have cycles of training and i try to tell people the randomization like he says strength is key on that video and it is um a 95 pound thruster feels a lot different when you've developed strength to do almost a 300 pound thruster for a guy you're going to thruster 95 pounds a lot faster than someone who can only thruster 200 pounds at their max because you you've built up your strength foundation and you're only going to do that through smart training and programming of cycles and end goals and so on and so forth. When we're talking about goals, what you, you guys mentioned goals, like it's important to have your goals mapped out. What are some of the goals that y'all see in the community that people are striving for? Cause I would assume just like most goals, right? Not goal, all goals are the same for every individual, right? So what are some common goals that we can see when we're trying to plan out our training? Well, do you want to take first stab or do you want I, me to? Yeah, I, I, I can, I'll take first stab. Um, I mean, you, you have a, so we do have, you get most, the great thing about a CrossFit gym is you do get, you get a wide range of people. Like you have the people who are wanting to uh, do the open, make quarterfinals, semifinals and stuff like that. Um, that's their goal is on the cardio side of it. And, and their focus is um, they want to be in all around good shape to do CrossFit. 
Um, and then you have some people who we have a lot of Olympic weightlifters that like to do CrossFit too. The only problem is you have to really focus, you have to really back them off because if they do too much cardio, you're not going to be as strong as you would be if you did straight CrossFit. So it's almost a lot of CrossFitters that make that their goal. They have to, you have to reprogram their mindset into backing them off when they don't feel like they should back off of cardio. They feel like I'm going to lose everything. Well, no, you're not going to lose everything. Trust me on this, two months, three months online, you're going to see yourself get a lot stronger and you're not going to look, you might actually look better. You might not look too different than what you were looking because it's diet and all that stuff. And then you go way down the spectrum um, and you have the older people. And my dad is in his 70s and he's doing CrossFit right now. He's just doing it to be healthy. Um, and he, he's loving it. I mean, him and my mom both do it. I built them on their own little garage gym with all the rubber mats, rowers, skier, all that good stuff. And, but they still have a, my wife programs for them. They still have a very structured program because it, it's the same deal when you're younger or older. You can still, and it's even more important as you're older because you, the volume goes way down and technique goes way up as you're older because you can hurt yourself. So your goals are extremely important, whether you're 15 years old or 75 years old, because it all depends on which, how you're going to have your programming set up. Yeah, I would agree with that. And um, I mean, I have a variety of clients, um, people who are just trying to stay healthy, like you mentioned, um, people who want to focus on technique. So they don't care if they're not doing the RX programming. They just want to do it right. That way their their body, uh, they don't break themselves. Um, you know, or some of them have been doing CrossFit for a couple of years and they don't know why they haven't bridged over from doing um, you know, just the bar to doing RX workouts, or they want to perform and get to the second round of the open. And part of that is, like you mentioned, uh, they think they're going to lose part of their conditioning if they're not going full throttle every day. Well, unfortunately, Olympic lifting, I sit down in between my sets. It is a completely different ball game to learn how to move weight. And there are aspects of that that play into CrossFit when you have your different, um, sections where you have to do your one rep maxes, things like that. So teaching them to complement um, the different parts of the workout by saying, hey, you can touch back on your cardio two days a week while focusing on your heavy lifting for the next six weeks. It's not going to go away. Your body's conditioned enough to remember. Um, and you know, don't be afraid to, to approach it differently. It's not um, just racing down, down the aisle all the time. So, yeah, that's huge. And it sounds like kind of our first tip tonight to, to bring this all to something quantifiable that listeners can take away is like, if you are scrolling on Instagram and saving random workouts that you're seeing, like Ben said, like Matt Frazier do, or like yeah. whoever, right. And just like busting those out every day after work without an end goal in sight, what, what are we, what are we saying to those people? Yeah. So don't do Monday Olympic lifting, Tuesday gymnastics, Wednesday, um, assault bike and Thursday, um, you know, handstand walks or, you know, your mobility. I always have your mobility in there, but your programming is set up in stages that will build on one another. So if your focus is going to be strength for the next six weeks, four out of five days are going to be more focused on strength, a little bit of touch back to your cardio. You're going to have adaptations that are, occur through adding some plyometrics and, um, 
some of your hypertrophy, but you're not going to be doing muscle ups all the time. Uh, you know, that's a whole different part of your program. So being able to focus and understand that six different days of six different workouts is not your best friend. It's going to get you very, very little growth. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. It's like, for instance, my training, your training right now, or if you were to put those side by side, completely different because you're going after master's nationals with the late weightlifting side. Mm -hmm. And I'm focused on CrossFit right now. So my volume's a lot of gymnastics, cardio, not fun stuff right now. It's not the fun <laughs> lifting heavy, which I love, but, uh, it is, it's, it's, it's foundational. Like I am, I'm still, the great thing about my setup is I still lift heavy at least three days a week because you have to keep your strength, but it's the volume up of the mm -hmm. gymnastics side and that, and that's, and that's the great thing about having a coach too. And that, and I think that's a big part of it too. The takeaway is you programming for yourself is very hard because you will always want to do like, you won't hit your weaknesses. It's like, if you don't like burpees, looking at the CrossFit side, you're never going to program yourself burpees. If, and on the weightlifting side, if you're not good at overhead squats or something like that, I don't, not many people like that. You're not going to ever overhead squat when you need to overhead squat or something, snatch balances, stuff like that. Um, it's having, having someone help you on that regard is that's, that's, that's made a difference in my training and, like you say on the Instagram thing, we have so many people, even at the gym, I got to pull people back. They'll see morning chalk up, post a video, <laughs> Danielle Brandon, someone did this. It's like it's 100 GHD setups and, and 40 ring muscle ups. And I got people coming in the gym that can do maybe two ring muscle ups coming in here doing this. And I'm like, you are going to give yourself rhabdo or hurt you. It's just they see these things and they're going at it still randomized with the plan because they think it's like, I can do this because I, I just saw them do it. It's like, no, you it's have a plan, have follow your training. And we've had people at the gym that stick with it, stick and they, and they blown past people that are the, what we call the cherry pickers. They just come and do kind of stuff they like to do. And it's, 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 it's crazy out there right now with you just, like you said, the social media, it's, it's fun to see it, but just, you almost got to ignore it and table it and stick with your, your own, your own training. And you're only hurting yourself. You're not going to see the results that you're looking for maybe not physically like injuring yourself, although that's a strong possibility as well, right? Trying movements that are outside of your realm of capabilities. But if you're just doing shit at random, which I feel like a lot of people do, even like at a conventional gym, I see that all the time. Like you can tell when people are just wandering around and like, all right, I'm going to do whatever. I'm going to do a set of curls over here. I'm going to do a set of bench. I'm going to do whatever, some kind of shoulder raise and then go walk on the treadmill or whatever it has to be kyla you said this last night it has to be focused right it has, has to be focused be. well especially because most of the people so they're following instagram they're looking at all these professional athletes let's put that in perspective for a second True. your professional athletes are training as a job so yeah. they can have a strength session in the morning and a gymnastics session in the afternoon they have a coach driving it they can dedicate the time so the majority of other people, they're getting their hour in before work. They might be lucky to, you know, get two workouts a day, probably not more than an hour each. Um, so what is that dedicated to? Just doing more does not equate to progress. And so if you're not focused and intentional, it's going to take longer because you're not a professional athlete. So let's not... Um, set our sights and our expectations somewhere that it's, it's going to be defeating. 
you know, when you have a structured program that puts you through those cycles and then you see the results and you trust the process for it, your, um, your gratitude and, um, the exceed of expectation when you finally get there was well worth the input. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Kylie said, in, intentional, like intentional over volume, because if you're going to do something, be intentional about it. And it is better to do like a workout with ABC and be perfect on all those movements and have intention and there's a purpose behind them then do a workout that's a through f and it's like a half-assed thing and you're just kind of blowing through it and it's not really helping you and that's you see a lot of people a lot of people do that it's it and that's how they hurt themselves and that's why a lot of people come in and cross and that's when crossfit gets a bad name bad rap Mm -hmm. because people get so random they don't take care of their bodies and they go to try to do stuff they're not capable of and goes into another wormhole of like the coaches, you know, some of these coaches, they go through a weekend seminar and they think they're an amazing coach. And that's another bad side of it. I'm not going to go there, but it's, it's, that's where you need to really make sure you pick a gym, pick a coach that has, that knows what they're doing and gives, can it help you address your goals with the correct, you know, training? Yeah. So, so last year I had to, I had to teach myself how to, do handstand walks for a competition. And I knew six weeks out, all right, I have six weeks to learn how to at least, you know, try to get 50 feet because my partner, she would have to do 200. We wanted to give her shoulders a break at some point. And I started with, I was on the wall. I was not just throwing my legs up in the air and trying to to walk on my hands. I was doing building exercises um, between the hollow rocks, between the shoulder touches, between doing stuff on the box, um, you know, leaning away from the wall to be more secure in my balance, things like that. And then eventually I was able to do, you know, 25 feet lengths. Um, But it took six weeks and I stuck to the program. I was in there dedicating 40 minutes of whatever time I had that day. And I have a full-time job. I'm also in the master's division. So that puts me over 35, um, to teach me how to do this. Um, so it's, it is always about being focused. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've seen coaches try to teach movements that like you mentioned, Ben, they have no business teaching, especially like when weight goes overhead, if, if that coach is not freaking dialed in and breaking it down Barney style with you, uh, and just has you jumping straight to weight. I would, like you said, Ben, find a reputable, reputable coach in a reputable gym. Um, you cannot, you cannot move too slow, especially if you're a beginner. Like you, you, ju- you gotta, you gotta set the base and the foundation. Like you were saying, Kylie, like doing the the progression exercises before you get to the main event. It's that's uber important. Progressions and accessories are like the meat and potatoes. I mean, without them, you're you're just throwing stuff around. Yeah, I used to I used to hate that stuff in my coach program. I loved it. I mean, I love mm-hmm. it all the time. When I, in the past ten years, it's like the first year or two. I'm like, gosh, there's so many accessories at the end of the workout. You know, doing sh- all the shoulder stuff, moving, keeping it strong, the flex planks, and you, you're working so many little muscles you don't realize. And then five mm-hmm. years later, you're like, oh my gosh, a lot of the people I've been working out with, they have torn rotator cuffs, they have torn this, torn that, and I don't because. I've done all these accessory movements, all these progressions, and I've kept my body healthy. And that's in those accessories. It's oh my gosh, it's, you can't preach those enough how great those are. Yeah, we'll tack that onto our tips too, right? Follow the programming, not only right to see the results that you're trying to get, 
whatever your programming is geared toward towards, but also for longevity and, and health sake, injury prevention. Yeah. Sake. And that's exactly. your strength portion, right? So back to the video, when he's saying that strength is really your adaptation, all of your accessories and all of those little things that you're doing are impacting your strength. Um, and really that's going to take you far. Yeah. People don't realize you can build strength with an eight pound dumbbell. It's like, you don't have to, you don't have to have 300 pounds on the bar as a guy to, to, to be building your strength. You could be in the corner doing those shoulder exercises and doing, you know, crazy things that, that build strength that are very technical. Cause even if you can be building strength on the large muscle groups and you can build strength on little bitty muscle groups, all on mm -hmm. your shoulders, and everything like that. And that makes a huge difference as well. Heck yeah, absolutely. Avoid the randomness, get a good program, find a good yeah. coach, do the accessories. What else you guys got? Any closing thoughts for this one? I'll, well, I'll say just tr trust the process too. I mean, yeah. when you're, when you're in a program, it's not overnight. It's not, you're not going to turn into, you're not going to do CrossFit for or Olympic weightlifting for a couple of weeks and turn into Maddie Rogers, you know, and, and Kat and I, you know, on the Olympic weightlifting side or turn into teeth Claire Toomey or, or Justin Medeiros, even on the CrossFit side, it takes time. These people have been doing it for years and they have trusted the process, been with their coach and they built the foundation to become the badass that they are. And that's how you got to get there. Yeah. It's no different than building up to a, to a 5k. How many people have those couch to 5Ks? It is literally no different that you have a progression every week. Even though it's just running, it is the same concept. Yeah, that's a really good uh, comparison there. So awesome. Well, I appreciate you guys. Listeners, follow this advice. Avoid the randomness. Get a good coach. Avoid the injuries. Do the accessories. Uh, if folks have questions, Ben, where can people find you on Instagram? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's a it's memorable. Uh, it's a, at CrossFit underscore Wolverine. Heck yeah. And if you don't know why he's called that, you'll see it as soon as you go to his page. <laughs> uh, and Kylie, where can people ask you anything? Um, pump your brakes. Pump your brakes on Instagram. Pump your brakes. Heck yeah. If you want to see Kylie lift a lot of weight, more weight than me, go follow. <laughs> go follow. Listeners, as always, we appreciate the hell out of you guys, and we'll talk to you next week.